Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, this is Mark Sorrell with the Plan Vision Podcast. I'm going to talk about a personal experience I've had in the last three weeks or so and kind of how it how it made me think about the, all these conversations I have with my clients about particularly these people that have properties. Buy properties, they hope the value of the property goes up, and then they're going to sell it, and they're going to make money. So I want to go over two, uh, two personal you know, situations I have in my life that, that I think about. Um, and I'm, I'm an advisor, and I talk to people all the time about these things. So anyways, um, and I just thought I'd share these with you. So where we live, I live in the western suburbs of the Twin Cities, and we've experienced relatively healthy appreciation of homes here where we live in the greater Twin Cities area. You know, we're growing and the value of homes have gone up, even though um, we continue to build um, the outer suburbs where I live. Well, anyway, so we bought our house in 2011 and um, our house is in good condition and all that. And um, I would have expected that we, you know, you would expect that uh, in normal situations that, uh, that our house would appreciate in value for the most part. Um, and, and many of the people listening to this podcast, depending upon where you live uh, in the market dynamics uh, around the world or here in the States, have seen just a lot of growth in your house value. And uh, you may benefit from that when you go to sell. Well, where we live, not so much. Uh, right directly west of our house, just a couple miles west, we have this explosive growth of houses, homes that are just about our size and uh, or our value even some that are valued a little bit more than that but it is really i wouldn't say it's depressed the value of our home but certainly put a lid on it uh recently we had talked about moving and uh, looking at other homes in our neighborhood just for some changes in what we're looking for i'm pretty convinced uh based upon what we've heard from our prior or from our realtor in the past that we're going to get the same price for a house that we paid for it and nine years later basically no growth in our house Honestly, it doesn't bother me at all. I don't, I'd like to get some growth in my house. It'd be great, but it is what it is. So I don't think about it too much. You know, we're going to get whatever it's worth for it and, and so be it. Something else though that just happened, which somehow or another bothered me more was uh, about a month ago, maybe less than a month ago, um, we had been talking about getting a new car and um, suddenly within a matter of a few days, I re- I, uh, my wife made it clear, we're going to get a car. We're just going to need a new car. And uh, she wanted a little more room for the kids that were taking it around more. And so my car, which I really had no plans to get rid of for a little bit while longer, um, we were going to have to sell, which is fine. So, um, and it's in good shape. I, you know, I didn't know what I'd get for it, but, you know, it's a, it's a 2010 Honda Accord and I don't put a lot of miles on it. It's in good, you know, good shape. It's the outside looks fine inside, you know, got detail. Anyways. But I, I just didn't know what we were going to get for our car. And I, we weren't going to do the trade-in thing. We were going to do a private sale. Last time we put on Craigslist, my wife's car, and we got rid of it pretty quickly and it wasn't too, too uh, inconvenient. Well, so this time what happened was my car is relatively clean. I keep it clean, but, you know, the girls get inside, get in and out of it and it gets a little messy in the back. And I don't usually wash the outside of the car that much because, you know, I just kind of cheap that way and we get these hard rainfalls oh and that kind of cleans the car so anyways but we did take it to the detailer we had the car ready to go and i'm thinking 
I could get 5,000 for this car. 10 years old, it's got 125,000 miles on. And I always undersell things, you know, I'm, I'm insecure about pricing and all this, um, you know, but I had forgotten, man, somebody going to look at this and think, God, this car's worth more than 5,000, but I don't know. So 5,000. Anyways, we take it into the, get it detailed. And I really like the shop. They do great work. They just like how they run their business. I think they're cool. So anyways, uh, the guy there is telling me, he asked me what I think I'm going to list the car for. I said, I don't know. What do you think? He's, and he said, your car's in good shape, man. You should you'd be able to get 5,700 for it. 5,700? Wow, that's 700 more than I thought we were going to get. So then we download the Carfax, and these things are like grossly overstated. $8,200. Oh, my gosh. $8,200? I can get $8,200 for my car now. I'm pumped up, man. Somebody's going to give me. You know, now, I know that that's overstated, right? But I'm, starting, I'm thinking to myself, what about 7,000? Could I get 7,000? It's a lot more than the five. See, the five was my initial marker. For whatever reason, I'm using 5,000 as my initial marker. Then what happens, I'm starting to raise the bar on my expectations. And you do this, right? On a lot of different things, whether it's relationships or jobs or, or value of things, whatever the case may be. Now I've got a higher bar that I'm using um, a benchmark for my price. So I talked to my wife a little bit about it and she gave me her, some of her thoughts, a little more research and we arrived at $6,500. We're going to list this thing for $6,500. I'm kind of excited. I think we're going to get an offer for this thing at $6,500. Won't even really have to hassle or negotiate. So we listed on a Saturday night. Guy sends a response. He's in the neighborhood, close by. Can I come over and see it tomorrow? Is it, and then I get four other emails. I'm not kidding. I literally got four other emails. And so the guy shows up next morning. He's looking at it. And he's not even interested really in the aesthetics of the car. He just wants a car that performs well. His truck is using too much gas. And so he wants an alternative to drive to, drive to work. So anyways, he drives it around a little bit, comes back and says, uh, how about 6,000? And I, so I showed him on my phone the emails. Here they are. Look at these. I can sell this for more than six. These people are emailing me. I'm going to stick with 6,500. So he kind of looks at the car and he drives off. Well, let me know if you change. Okay. Well, you know, these four people that emailed them, me, none of them came out. The car sat there for a couple of days. Well, here's how the story ends up. I finally get rid of the car, which began to be, get this big nuisance about three weeks later for $5,500. So I started at 6,500. We eventually went down to 5,900 in the Craigslist uh, ad. And then um, got some response. You know, people were more interested, had three other people come out after that guy and none of them bought it i'm going crazy buy the car so finally um on last saturday when they this guy showed up at 12 30 i said look make an offer come on and he looked at it and he left and then but i had another appointment right after that one and um i said to these people i'm not kidding um anything make a, uh, an offer anything over a dollar i'm interested in Obviously, I'm joking. Anyway, so uh, we finally agreed at $5,500. And so my perception had changed about the value of, of what it is that I was trying to sell. I had this false notion about what the thing was worth. Would I get 5000 And then I completely changed my attitude. Hey, I'm going to get a lot more than that. So the price of something like this and the price of all these different things that you may think they're actually worth are simply going to be determined by the market and what the market is willing to pay for something. And I'm glad I don't have that car anymore. It's out of my driveway so I can get in and out of the driveway without a, without a hassle. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. 
Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.